Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome back to the Kid Stays in the Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cooper, and joining me today, of course, is... The Sunny Side of Cooper. Oh, good job. I like that one, actually. Thank you. So you it's... needed to spend 30 minutes thinking of it. I didn't spend 30 minutes thinking of any of them. Well, um, we have to we have to tell all of our loyal and faithful listeners that we, or I, may have, in fact, fibbed a little bit. Look, man, I have no control... Um, it wasn't really a fib. I said, hopefully, yeah. we'll be talking about <clears throat> Elvis oh. this week. We're not. You probably noticed when you clicked on the banner that this week we'll be discussing another movie that we had. Honestly, we forgot about it. And that is the Bob's Burger movie or Bob's Burger, the movie. Yeah. Bob's uh, Burgers, the movie. Yeah, we were both of us were our huge Bob's Burger fans. We were Bob's Burgers fans. Bob's Burger. What did I say? Bob's Burger. Bob's it's Burgers. It's plural. The, the, it's not even plural. It's the apostrophe S. Bob's Burger. Right? No, it's Bob's Burgers. Okay, whatever. Or maybe, no, there's no apostrophe S. It's, there's the apostrophe over the Bob's. But it's Bob's Burgers. It's the name of the show is. Yeah, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, but you're saying Bob's Burger. Okay. He doesn't only have one burger. We're fans of Bob's Burgers, the show. And we were really have been excited about this movie for a long time, and it kind of came out in some kind of like in a weird spot between a bunch of other movies. So we weren't able to see it when it was at the theater. And um, anyway, it dropped last weekend, and mm. yeah, that's Friday. So anyway, we're gonna be discussing that as well as uh, just giving you a quick overview and our thoughts of the last Marvel show. We're not even really doing these week to week anymore. You notice that? Yeah. We just kind of give our general <clears throat> feelings. Yeah, thoughts at the very end. Quite frankly, when you look at the amount of hours, I think in, I was reading a breakdown. I'm going to get it all wrong. So this is just a, uh, think of it as paraphrasing of facts. But mm. in the first like three phases of Marvel, there were, let's say, 82 hours of content, right? Total, mm-hmm. and I think that's actually too much. Like more, like not that's too much. You know what I mean? Wait, the first three, the first three phases all combined. It's eighty-two hours. It's about eighty-two hours of content. And you think that's too much? I'm not saying it's. I, I meant like I think I'm saying that's. I think that's more than there actually was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was like closer to forty. In phase four, there's already been a hundred and forty-four hours of content. So. We just can't be doing episode 
weekly episode reviews when they're making this many shows as well as movies. Well, man, you know, you know, it's too much to keep up with. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and we'll just give you our quick thoughts on Miss Marvel and then we'll dive into the uh, Bob's Burger. We need to stop movie. diving, Dad. Oh, yeah, we'll jump into it. We'll Boring. Well, what do we? We never came up with anything better. Did you want to have something else that you'd you like say? To say? Wade, I like waiting on in. We're gonna wait on in. Yeah. Well, Still that's, to do that's much water. more accurate than what we do. We don't ever dive in. We, yeah. We wade in. We go back to the beach. We run home to get a towel. Get some goggles. Yeah. So, uh, Miss Marvel, what did you think? I liked it. <laughs> That was good. That's your whole. That's all of your thoughts. You said a quick r- review. That's not what I meant, and you knew it. Mm, I think mine was pretty quick. Your turn. I'll hit you with your microphone. <laughs> Don't. I'll start hitting you, whipping you with these microphone cables. <laughs> You're gonna whip me with microphone cables? Yeah, I actually I didn't do my due diligence because we kind of uh, thought of this on the fly to discuss. So I didn't look up. Um, I didn't have the cast list p- pulled up. Do you want to pull up the cast list while I'm... Yeah, sure. Your t- it's your, it's your turn anyways. Yeah, you said, I liked it. That does not that does not really count. It does too. That, that's a Twitter post, not a podcast episode. And okay. you're not even on Twitter. Yeah, I don't use Twitter because I value my time. You absolutely don't value your time. <laughs> you watch YouTube videos of nothing for 30 hours. You are such a hypocrite. I'll watch a couple of TikToks Don't about lie. cooking. Don't lie. You watch TikToks for hours on end. At least I do something uh, fun. Hours on end? Yes. Maybe 30 minutes. An hour at least. Maybe 30 minimum. minutes. An and hour I, minimum. It's just like cooking stuff. It's not you're always watching, cooking. It's like... You'll watch three hour long videos of somebody else playing Minecraft. No, not playing Minecraft. I've seen you do that before. I have done that before. Anyways, but I watch other content too. So Pokemon. I actually thought Miss Marvel was... For the most part, really good. It was definitely had one of the stronger beginnings of any of the recent Marvel shows. I thought it was... Here's the thing. The character herself felt very true to the comics. But the rest of the show, I definitely couldn't say feels like it was close to the comics. This was a bad idea. Why? We're not going to be able to pronounce... Like, I only want to know the main character's name, honestly. I I'm in Eamon Vellini Vellini Maybe it would have been better if we didn't say her name. Anyway, her <laughs> the the young you're gonna, woman you're who plays read it? I think that, that I'll probably get it just as badly as you do. Try no, it. No, I I got it. I'm good. Ini Vellini. Ini. <laughs> I don't remember what you said. I couldn't read from that far away. I man. I man Vellini. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're sorry if you're listening. Yeah, I'm sure she is listening. Yeah, we're she, famous. She's fantastic as the character. She feels exactly like Miss Marvel or Kamala Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they made some very odd choices. Some of them, cynically, I think were corporate-driven, um, such as the decision to not have her have stretchy powers. What does that have to do with corporate? I feel like they purposely didn't do it because they didn't want to undercut the Fantastic Four. I mean, they didn't even let us. Is my microphone keep drifting slowly away? It is, as if a ghostly hand. I was wondering why I have to keep keep moving it. Um, 
I'll just keep my hand on it the whole time awkwardly. My thumb. Like I'm always giving a thumbs up to the audience. <laughs> it's so silly. Uh, yeah, so like in the in, in the new Doctor Strange movie, they don't even let you see John Krasinski really use his stretchy powers, right? We see him come down all stretchy like very quickly and that was the coolest thing i've ever seen it was like a frame and a half exactly and i loved every second of it every frame of it (laughs) that's not even a second 24 frames are in a second really yes my gosh so they wouldn't let us see john krasinski use the stretchy powers in that because i'm sure they want to save off the reveal of everyone's powers for the fantastic four movie Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's the reason that they didn't give kamala her normal powers and cause she doesn't necessarily just have stretchy powers. She can turn her body into like different manifestations of whatever she's thinking. So like more like a body morphing green lantern or something, you know? E- yes. Like as far as I know, Reed Richards can't turn himself into a giant. No, I don't think he can either. Yeah. Cause Kamala's- can he make, can he make giant fists? I mean, maybe theoretically, not something that I that he normally would be going around doing though. Either way, I think that the powers would be too similar, and considering the fact that now Fantastic Four is gearing up, um, I just think that they thought it'd be too confusing to introduce two new characters who essentially have stretchy powers. Well, I'm very confused also why Marvel with the comics would make two people with stretchy powers. Well, comic books have a lot more room to add nuance whereas movies people are going to always complain that something's too similar you know sure but like iron man has his own comics and so does um oh my god what is roadie's iron man name dead air dead air you can't think of it either no you know who i'm talking about yeah yeah well, with a big silver yeah guy. yeah and he has his own comic books you know what I mean? They're obviously very, very similar. We have well, 50 different Spider-Men, and they all have their own comic books. No, but that makes sense. Why? Not the Spider-Men. Um, the, the Iron Man. Iron Man's. How does that make sense? Because but what they're I'm like friends and stuff, and, you know, he did, it's I'm cool. just saying there's a nuance between what, what Kamala can do and what Mr. Fantastic can do in the comics. Okay. Whatever she, like, thinks of or imagines or whatever, whatever desire is her body power can turn into that okay so anyway um so you have the you have a change in her powers now they look i think they did a great job with it for the most part she still can have giant hands coming up she still can turn into a big giant person yeah but now she has some more stuff like jumping around on magical she already, platforms. She already had that what she always had something like that did you not play the game? I did play the game. Yes. And she did not have magical platforms that she created with her skin that she would just leave her no, skin I, there floating and then no, jump out of... I think she did have it, though. I don't think it was her skin. It was just another part of her powers. Why are you making that face? What? What? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. People can have different powers. No. Mrs. Mrs. Fantastic, she can make big force fields and force blasts and turn invisible. No, but oh, okay, but still, what would the what would the power be? I don't know. What would it be making platforms as my second ability? I have no idea, but I feel like she could do it. 
I think you're wrong because I remember having to like grab onto bars and swing across things. Oh, maybe you're right. Mm. So she did. So she doesn't have any traversal. Abilities. She has stretchingness. No, that's well, that doesn't really count. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. For some reason, I thought that, that was a part of her power set. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, anyway, so whatever. The point is, that they changed her powers quite a bit. They didn't just change her powers, though. They also changed her origin story in like a triangle of corporate cynicism. Where so they, I already explained this to Solomon, so I'll just give a quick. Oh, it's fine. Review. Explain it. I, I explain it to them fully. I do not. Does not matter to me. Um. Uh, so. Back when um, Fox still owned the X-Men, Marvel Studios couldn't get the rights to make their own movies, couldn't get the rights to include them in anything. So the head of Marvel Television at the time, um, they basically decided, you know what, if they're not going to, we're not going to let them just get rich off of our stuff. So they basically shuttered the X-Men comic books. Mm Mm-hmm. So, essentially, they were trying to drain fan enthusiasm for the X-Men. Very hard to do because the X-Men is one of the most popular comic series ever. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the most popular comic team-ups. But, um, yeah, they basically, they didn't obviously cancel all of them. They just put X-Men way, way, way in the back burner, right? And then while they did that, they tried to come up with their new thing to replace the X-Men but they couldn't use the word mutants because Fox owned it. So they came up with the Inhumans, which were very similar to X-Men. They do a different origin. I'm not going to go into it all the way. But essentially, you could have inhuman DNA inside of you. And if you got exposed to something called Terrigen mist or Terrigen gas, then you would go into a cocoon, essentially, and mutate into your, and then come out with your new powers your mm. new inhuman powers okay so they did a whole run of of inhumans and then um out of that the biggest success of their of that was was kamala khan was miss marvel okay most of the other heroes didn't really go anywhere and the inhumans uh i believe the tv show yeah they did the tv show with black black bolt's an inhuman right yeah yes um, I thought you thought what? It was like like some like something else. Continue. Um, so, well, he's like the race, the original race of like God people, and the people on Earth that just have powers are people that have like just some DNA. You know what I mean? I see. I did not know that Miss Marvel was an Inhuman, like from a show. Well, and here's the third triangle of the cynicism that I was talking about, or maybe I shouldn't keep calling it cynicism, but it is definitely corporate meddling. Um, so now on this show, they're going back and they're basically scrapping the Inhuman part of it because the Inhuman show already failed horribly. Mm-hmm. And Inhuman's comics never really went anywhere. Uh, I think they're still running, but you know they didn't get as big as the X-Men, let's just say. Yeah. And now Disney and Marvel own Fox, so they own the X-Men again. So now they're, going, they're just undoing it. That's why they changed her origin story. So they don't have her getting exposed to Terrigen Mist and being an Inhuman. Nor do they just change her into being, well, instead it looks it looks like, based on the end credits scene, that they are changing her into being a mutant. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, isn't that, it's just a crazy reversal. A character who was birthed out of 
a movement to cynically kill the X-Men franchise because they're owned by somebody else. Full circle, now those people own you know, the characters again, so now they're killing the Inhumans and using Miss Marvel and giving her a completely new backstory. Yeah. Um, the only thing that doesn't make any sense is we still don't have any idea exactly what activated her powers, right? Because mutants don't necessarily have something that activated them. Let's do... Do you have something? Oh, never mind. No, continue. Um, so, yeah, it's odd. We don't know what activated her mutant powers. But it could have just been, Right, because the bangle is what happens in the show. But it's it's kind of odd because that's just not how mutants normally work. Normally it's puberty, right? Like, oh. awakens their mutant powers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're just like saying one word sentences. Uh, that was a two word sentence. Uh, is not a word. I said, oh. Uh, that's not really a word either. Oh, it's a 100% a word. Well, whenever I try and play it in Scrabble, they say no. It's a two-letter word. I don't think so. I don't. I'm just kidding. I think it, I think it's a word. <laughs> I, I meant I don't think you can play it in Scrabble. Oh, okay. Can you play two-letter words in Scrabble? I don't know. I've I've never played Scrabble before. Oh man. Unfortunately, I really want to. Sounds like fun. Um. Anyway, enough about that. The point is, they changed Miss Marvel's background. They changed her powers. They changed her origin story. In this, they gave her a whole set of villains. That then disappear three quarters of the way through. Um, it, it it's one of those shows where, like a lot of the Marvel content we've seen before, it's kind of hard to know why they made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have a story of its own. I mean, we know why they made it. They went made it to introduce Miss Marvel. Marvel, and she's a great character, and her she is, and her she family's is. great, and they're all well written. But as far as a plot and a story, you can't really tell what the story is that they were trying to tell with this show, other than to introduce these characters. For the Marvels. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. It's weird. Yeah. You just watched like six episodes with no... Well, I guess the... I feel like each episode had a story. But the overall... Kind of. the, the, the whole thing didn't really have a... Yeah. That's weird. I mean, huh. I think we're seeing that a lot with the Disney... A Moon Knight? Content. Um, Moon Knight, I think... Yeah, I would say, I'd say it has a little bit more of a story. Kind of. But again, most of this story is just introducing the character. That's not a story. But yeah, Moon Knight had more of a beginning and end. Yeah. But like, think of like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. What was the story there? I have yeah. no clue. Anyway, we're over time, so we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be discussing Bob's Burgers, the movie. Yep, accurate. Good job. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Kids Days in the podcast and our discussion of Bob's Burgers, the movie. Yeah, so we gave our recap of Miss Marvel, and now it's time to slowly wade in to the discussion on Bob's Burgers. Yep, just a really slow and wade in. Quite honestly, I don't think this is going to be uh, that 
heavy or in depth of a discussion um, because I'll say at the outset that this, if you've seen Bob's Burgers, which I assume this is not your first time watching Me? it, not you, but like you know, <laughs> the if, way you looked, you like if, looked at camera. If somebody, if somebody is turning on a movie called Bob's Burger, the movie, I would have assumed that they've seen a couple episodes of the show. Well. But maybe it's an introduction. Know. Yeah, it could be an introduction. It'd be kind of weird, though, if you had chosen to actively not watch this show for 10 years, but then you decided you wanted to go watch an hour and a half of it. Well, what if you've never seen it before, and then you saw you went on HBO Max, and then you saw, oh, this is a fun cartoon. I could watch with my kids. Sure. I just feel like people will be aware of it by now. But yeah, if it is your first introduction, the show, uh, the movie does a great job of telling you what the show is kind of about, what it's going to be, what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um and but at the end of the day, the movie felt very much just like a super fan episode, you know. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, the animation was better, a lot better. Like it was, and they did. I noticed they did like in, like did different angles that you would never see in the show. Yeah, because I think computers were involved. Okay, he <laughs> said that really weird. Like it was like a conspiracy i think computers were involved <laughs> yeah, computers were behind those angles um yeah like what was it whenever they were for this the sunny side of summer song which is what my name is based off of um they're walking from their from bob's burgers mm-hmm. to the bank and like you could see that whole side while walking and it was just like a, a weird angle well it wasn't like weird but yeah, I've never it, seen in the show. Yeah, it was like they used um, like those CGI kind of camera angles and camera movements, like you would use in a 3D movie like Pixar. Yeah, and um, then they kind of cell shaded over it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if that's what it would be called doing anymore, cell shading, but you know what I mean. They made it look like it was hand drawn. Yeah, <clears throat> but it definitely <clears throat> had. Sorry, it definitely had some of those digital camera movements. Yeah, um, but yeah, like so the animation slightly better. Uh, slightly i just said it was way better okay but the styles are the same yes you know and well whenever you say the animation is better it doesn't mean the style is different but this is very similar to when south park the movie or the simpsons the movie you know the animation's better the style is exactly the same you know what i mean mm-hmm. think of what south park looks like yeah so uh, if you went and saw south park the movie you wouldn't say the animation is better but it's not like the, it's not like it turned into the lion king <laughs> no of course not but like there was like shading and it looked really good and the movement was super clean and yeah the backgrounds were incredibly detailed mm-hmm. no you can tell like it's 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 the it's what animated TV shows that do movies are trying to say hey look see this is really a movie you know what I mean this is not just a big giant episode yeah but other than that the movie chooses to so I'm sure nobody's listening to this especially that hasn't seen Bob's Burgers. But if you haven't, it's just a family sitcom, basically. An animated family sitcom about a family that runs a burger joint and their three kids. Yep. And the problems and shenanigans that they get up to. Yeah. It's fun. It's a it's a fun show. It's very funny. They do like musical episodes. Yeah. Um, It's very unique. It's a unique show, and I really like it. Yeah, I love it. It's a great show, and I love the fact that it has a really small, simple premise. Um, it's kind of like season one of, of The Simpsons, you know. Uh, blue collar workers, you know, it's kind of like Roseanne or any, any of that stuff. Um, the movie though, um, usually in, if you think of the Simpsons, I believe that the, the well, there's a big world breaking event that was going to happen. 
Um, I can't remember if the power plant was going to go nuclear again, or I can't remember exactly what the plot of that movie was, but it was something huge, right? Something huge and catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Um, South Park, the movie, goes even bigger. It's like about an international incident, a war between the United States and Canada, a war between Satan and, you know, to take over the whole entire world and cause the apocalypse. Um, I did not see these. Yeah. South Park sounds a bit crazy. It is. Um, And this Bob's Burger movie, it seemed like their mantra going in was that they were not going to do that. They were going to focus on the family. Yeah. Um, The focus on the family being the mantra, not the name of the Christian organization. So by doing that, though, the movie ended up actually feeling smaller than some of the 30-minute episodes of the show. You know what I mean? No. Okay, so you give me a throw out a random scenario of what not a random scenario. Throw out like just a typical episode of Bob's Burgers. What what will it be like? Um the Bob and Linda trying to get some money to pay Mr. Fish Odor. Don't just you're saying the plot no, of this no, movie. That, that that has happened in episodes and then the kids go to school. And then, like, what happens when the kids are at school? Um, a bunch of different things. I've like, there's so many episodes. This is really weird. Okay, maybe. Well, I thought it was gonna be much easier to get my point across. Maybe, maybe, like, G- like, maybe actively G- talking around. Maybe Gene was wanted food, hungry, make make some fart noises with his uh, keyboard. Um, Tina would see a boy. It was pretty. Okay, so I I realized by trying to lead the witness here, I did a terrible job, so I wouldn't be a very good attorney. So let me just say what I'm trying to get at is that normally what would happen is Bob and Linda would have like their A or B plot, depending on which side of the Oh, I didn't know what we were being like. Goes. No, that's not what I meant. And then they would go off with Teddy or they would go off with, you know, the biker gang. You know, the biker gang would take over the restaurant mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Something like that. And the kids would go and Tina would have some shenanigans that she'd be getting into. Usually she's more by herself. Um, and then, not sorry, not Tina, um, Louise. And then Tina has her, like, group of people. You know, she has Jocelyn and what's the other girl? Tammy. Yeah. And then uh, Jimmy Jr. and all those people. And then... You have the whole people that are like in this movie they discuss with um, um, the itty bitty ditty committee, right? That's the name of Gene's band. Yeah, yeah. And so you have all those people. The show. I don't feel like that's usually how the episodes are. I just gave you an example of an episode. I didn't oh, say okay. usually happens. That's not even how shows work. Well, earlier you asked me what the usually happens. The point is so. that I was getting annoyed that you weren't mentioning because you just were saying everybody every character's name and like specific jokes that they were making what i was trying to get at is the show has over the last 10 years become quite large and so when you watch an episode of bob's burgers that could be an episode what i just now told you it is an episode Mm -hmm. right or different episodes this treated all the side characters almost like easter eggs would be in a star wars movie you know what i mean it's like oh look it's that kid oh look it's that guy it's the fish odors and the belchers and Teddy, of course, and that's it. Those are the, yeah, those are the main characters. Th- those nobody else does anything in this movie. 
they make cameos in their own show. So that's what I mean by it feels smaller. By deciding to focus so specifically on the Belchers, it felt like it was smaller than a regular episode of the show. Sure. Do you not agree with that? I'm not going to allow you to say any more one some, word. Some episodes. Some episodes what? I'm saying like some episodes I feel like was. What, ex- what episode would I. Some I ep- Okay. Some episodes are a lot like how this movie was structured though. Like, okay. like a, I, f- I would say like a lot of them where it's the kids or like. T- uh, what's your name? Louise. Um, like Louise planning something that they're going to do that's crazy or dumb and then the kids doing it and Tina being like oh I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, but even that it would involve something. <clears throat> Think of like the very first or second episode where they go down to the Taffy factory. Yeah. They're down there with the twins. They're down there with um Jimmy Jr. They're down there with what's his name? What's Jimmy Jr.'s best friend's Zeke. name? Zeke. Yeah. Zeke's down there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this movie those people Jimmy Jr. has a, the most lines, but even then He's relegated back to like season one, episode one level amount of lines. You know what I mean? He exists only as the object of Tina's affection. He doesn't exist as a character. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Zeke. I can only think of one scene that he's even in the movie. Yeah, me me too. Yeah. (laughs) So these are main characters in the show. So if you can give me an example of an episode where it's just the Belchers and the fish odors and that's the only characters... Well, why do I have to bring the fish odors in there? Well, okay, fine. Then just the belchers. That you're making it even the harder on yourself. Episode with the nightlight. Koopy, Koopy Kochi. Yeah. Episode where she like goes into her dream or whatever, and then like they then they go to like a special place, and Teddy's there. That's true. But yeah. were all the people only her family members? Basically, and except for we meet one other character who's like the person who tells the story. Okay, all right, so you found one. I, but I'm, there's 10 seasons or whatever, yeah. so I think I could find a couple more. Well, either way, I'm not saying it's the wrong choice. I'm just saying that is very clearly the choice that they made, and so it made the movie feel, plot-wise, much smaller than a big episode of the show. We found a bunch of cornies. Okay, and the music, the music was more complicated. And look, it sounds like I'm ragging on the movie. The movie is delightful. I don't think back. you sound like you're ragging on the movie. It just sounds no. like you're making it. You said it's really tiny, teeny, tiny baby, itty bitty, witty bitty committee sized. Oh my gosh, that was really rough. I don't know what it's called. Itty bitty ditty committee. Ditty like a little ditty, like you hum a ditty. I see. Okay. Um, that's that's my my second thing is the music in this, while more co- like the art. It was more complex, you know what I mean? There was uh, more layers to it. It was a little bit more operatic, I guess you could say. So pretty. But it also wasn't nearly as catchy as or humble as the music has been in even past episodes of the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you not agree? No, I agree. I, I could not hum you any of the songs except maybe the first one. And I've watched it twice now, so I could probably hum a tiny bit of that sunny side of life. Yeah, that's, that's the first one, sunny side of summer. Um, even then, yeah. So I couldn't even get the lyrics right, so maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I couldn't start. And, and like normally the Bob's Burgers song, the whole the fun thing about them, and they're similar to South Park songs in this way. They are they're 
written almost as pop songs, you know? Yeah. So they're catchy. They have repetitive lyrics. That way you can start kind of singing along about halfway through the song. Yep. And to me, when, when you're doing a, a bouncy, silly, um, fun show like this, that's kind of what you want. You're not looking necessarily, not that I would have a problem with it, but you're not looking for the next Let It Go or, you know what I mean, the Lion King soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It needs to be fun, funny. That's the key thing. The, the song should be funny. And, um, yeah, something that you feel like you could sing along with or tap your feet to. Um, I the, could tap my feet to them. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. They they had a good rhythm. I could always smile beat. along. But, like, you think of that last song that I say is, like, the one that's the most operatic. It doesn't even really rhyme. The Grover it's one. fine at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, a bunch of different uh, people singing. Um, a bunch of different people singing. That mean, That's meaning. What a meaningless sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know what I mean? It kind of changes genres a couple of times. Sure. Inside of, the, inside of the same song. I couldn't tell you one lyric of that song. Mm-mm. I can't even remember what the song is about. His master plan. Yeah, it, well, it, ter- it evolves into that, but it starts off as kind of like, oh, I guess the We Got Captured song. Yeah, You Got Captured song. Yeah. Um, I and, and for, There's only like three songs in the movie, right? Exactly. That's the other thing. You know, you, you watch a show, maybe they ran out of songs. Because they, they also did, the show writer, uh, the creator of this also did Central Park, which is also an animated show. And that show is a musical. There's more songs in an episode of that show than there yeah. was in this whole movie that but was maybe, supposed to be musical. Maybe this is supposed to feel more like the show. You know what I mean? Maybe like they like made a, a big like deal a, out of being the, a musical. Correct. There's a couple of episodes that have songs in them, but not all the episodes have a song in them. So it's like. So you're trying to make it like they're trying to make the movie feel like a whole season of a show. Then maybe. Uh, it feels weird. There's too many songs for it to not be a musical. But there's too few songs for it to feel like a proper musical. Yeah. And this, like I said, the songs aren't very catchy. And I'm, I'm sorry, like the, the the music in Central Park and in Bob's Burger, I think the songs are just usually more enjoyable. And these songs were perfectly good. I wouldn't say enjoyable. What do you mean? You don't think they're enjoyable? No, I. Well, no, that's not what I meant. I meant I thought these songs were enjoyable. I really liked the, uh, I really liked the Sunny Side of Summer one. Yep. And I also that's the re- best one. I really enjoyed the um, the second one, the Carney one. Mm-hmm. What was that song about? It was about the Carneys having a hard life, and then Louise comes in, and sings about how being nine is way harder than being crazy. How does it go? I don't know. I don't know how the other songs go either. <laughs> well, so that doesn't mean they're not enjoyable. I, just because I, so- I said they're not as enjoyable, I said the other ones are more enjoyable. No, well, I think they're all equally enjoyable. Dude, we would watch a couple. For the last we would one. watch episodes of. Central Park and be singing the songs from the episode. That doesn't mean for they're weeks. not just because you don't know how the song goes doesn't mean it's enjoyable. I said more enjoyable, more enjoyable. Oh my god! Yes, I do think a song that I can remember five minutes. We I just rewatched this movie last night and I still can't remember how any of the songs go. Well, you just watched it today. Well, I watched the end today. Did can you remember the last song? I didn't watch the last song. Well, you skip past it. I'd already seen it. You fell asleep. No, I did not. Not during that song. Oh, yeah. Speaking of enjoyable, oh sleepy my time, Mary. <laughs> Why are you glaring at me? Because it was so annoying. 
Um, okay, well, look, enough with the negative parts of the movie. Like I said, this I'm movie, fighting I feel for, like the, this, for the nice end. I feel like the I feel like this podcast and this movie is made. Um, this podcast, yeah, this episode of this podcast, sorry, and this movie is both for people that are already Bob's Burger fans. I'm not trying to convert people that have been ignoring the show for ten years. That's a fool's errand. So I wanted to get the. You know what I thought about it, the negative stuff out of the way. But we're going to take another quick break, and then we'll come back with our wrap-up and our final thought. <laughs> what just happened? No, no. And our final thoughts on Bob's Burger, the movie. Welcome back to the Kids Stays in the Podcast and our discussion of Bob's Burger. Nope, nope. Bob's Burgers, the movie. Good job. All right, so we're ready to to wrap it up. Like I said, I didn't think this was going to be a really in-depth, heavy discussion just because, you know, we I don't think there's a reason right now to do a huge deep dive into what makes Bob's Burger so special. Why not? Um, but, uh, Why not? But, well, we're going to discuss it because I want to talk about the positives now about oh, the, I see. of the movie. Um, but I'm talking about as far as the show goes overall. Um, so while I don't, while I do think that the desire to focus on the belchers and the fish odors pretty much exclusively uh and teddy still in it quite a bit and teddy did i say it like that he, well no you said it. it's just a funny way it reminded me of uh, hamilton where it's like angelica eliza and peggy oh. skyler sisters wow that's really stretchy to that's stretchy. connect those two things together it sounded the exact same and the way you said it was weird okay so while the decision to focus exclusively on the belchers and Teddy and Mr. Fish Odor and the Fish Odors um, does make I feel like the show feel smaller than it is. If you were to watch this movie only, you really would think that that was the only characters. You know, everybody else, like I said, they are they turned them into Easter eggs. Also, Jimmy Pesto, he doesn't exist. What? Oh, you're talking about the actor? Yeah, we just see him. Yeah, he doesn't get any lines because the actor got fired. Yeah, just like so know. Yeah, if you want to, y'all do if, go watch the show. Sometimes, apparently, when you uh, illegally break into government buildings, you get fired from TV shows. Yeah, yep. But yeah, so while I while I still stand by that that original statement that it makes the the movie feel smaller than it should, there is a positive about that decision, and that is that one of the things that makes Bob's Burger so special is that you love the family. Yeah. And you really care about them as, you know, people. As yes, as animated people. No, real people. And I think that that can't be said necessarily about every animated comedy. You know? Mm-hmm. Um I'm not saying there aren't people that don't care about Cartman and Eric and the rest of the South Park gang. Although that would be really sad. But I don't think it's in the same way that you you really people love Bob and Linda, yeah, and they love Tina and they love Louise, and they love Eugene Merman. His name is just Gene. <laughs> For some reason, I can only remember Eugene Merman's name and not Gene. It's literally the second Gene is half. Short for Eugene, I know, but that's not his last name. No, it's Belcher. Yeah, um, yeah. You love them. You love their burger shop. You love. You learn about them. You they do. You know, flashbacks to. When Bob decided he wanted to make burgers of the day, you know what I mean? Like the, their show goes through all these things. So we learn a lot about their family you, and we love them. Yeah. And and then this, by focusing in on them, 
they really are able to kind of coast by on how good these characters are that they've created. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that making a character centric, uh, you know, big hour and a half long special, at least it doesn't feel like a cynical corporate cash grab. You know, yeah, and, this ain't no space jam. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, other than the things that we already know that are positive about Bob's Burger, I certainly don't think the movie expanded on anything. Um, you know, I guess it deepened the lore on how Tina got her ears or Louise got her ears. Oh, Tina got her ears. And like <laughs> them starting their restaurant. Sure, we've already seen a ton of stuff about that, I feel like, in the past. Well, we've never seen the building be an empty lot. Okay. I really like the ending, by the way. And that's random, but the grand re 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 opening. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, that that's for for the one person who's listening to sit and seeing Bob's Burger is the opening credits of the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, what I will say is the movie for me was just like watching a good episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't even say it's up there with like the great episodes of the show. You know, it's a it was a good episode of the show was a delightful time i love hanging out with these people yeah but, it was just like an i i think it, it it does just feel like an hour and a half super fan episode yeah you know it's fun i mean would you put, time yeah would you put it up there though with like the best episodes yes you would yes but i haven't seen i don't even know if i've seen all the episodes of the show you surely you have well, you know, I don't even think I've seen all the episodes of Friends. Surely you have. When there's ten seasons of something and you, like, fall asleep and stuff to it, I'm not just sitting there binging it. Yeah, but when I'm, you do that enough times, and we've done it with Bob's Burger a lot. Yeah, I know, but I just don't even know. But also, I just... It scared me. Um, I don't I, just, I don't know what all the top episodes are. I, off the top of my head, I can only think of the one with the... Uh, with all the songs. I like, the... I'm in the friend yeah, zone. Yeah, the boys to now episode. I 100 percent for now. Boys for now. I would 100 percent put above this. Yeah, I but would, this episode just or this. Yeah, I'm gonna just call it an episode. This episode just looks so good. Yeah, it, it did so good, and I, I like. Like I said, the music was a lot deeper. And I like. I just like. I like. I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed the plot. I thought it was fun. Hey, we're, I'm not here to say that we enjoyed great. watching it. Tell people that they won't enjoy watching it. I 100% enjoyed watching it. I watched it twice. Yeah, I know. But still, I'm just saying, like, I really liked it. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I Also, the episode where they are going to scare Louise. I think that's an all-timer. They're going to scare little Louise. Yeah, because Louise says she can't get scared. So, they go to that huge thing. It's like a Halloween episode. I think most of the Halloween oh, yeah. episodes were great. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I would I would put it at a good above average episode. Um, but the, at the end of the day, almost all the episodes of Bob's Burgers are good. You know what I mean? There's very yeah. few episodes I can think of where I'm like, oh, that one sucked. I don't think of any episodes. Exactly. The first episode, I don't even know if it's above the first episode of Bob's Burgers. The first episode of Bob's Burgers is the best episode of Bob's Burgers. Really? I think it's one of the best. I consistently laugh like every time at that episode. It, you know what? Bob's Burger is kind of like like what people say about Parks and Rec. Where they're like, oh, Parks and Rec, though, it took it a whole season you know, to find its sea legs. 
first season of Parks and Rec was terrible, and after that it got good. But I love the first season. People of Parks say the same thing about Bob's Burger. Really? Like the first season of Bob's Burger didn't really know what it was doing, and I think it knew exactly what it was doing. I think that's a thing. I think what happened is people then got to know the characters, and it's character-based humor. Yeah, you know, so you got to know it. You got to know the style of the show. You got to know the sense of humor, and then when you go back and watch it. It's this amazing. First season fits right in. Yeah, I think that I think that the season first season of Bob's Burger is very good, and I think the first episode is hilarious. Yeah, I know the toothpicks always gets me every single time. Yeah, is that is a really hilarious gag? Um, I like. We, we're just not going to. Should we explain the joke to them? Sure, I'm sure they've seen it, but yeah. Well, just in case they haven't, basically, what are they? They're just saying like Tina's dumb or something like that. Well, she's saying that she can't work. At, they're saying she can't work at the restaurant anymore. She's not good with the customers. Yeah, I know. But what makes them dump the to- Louise dumps the toothpicks on the ground, and then they ask they, like, they, how many toothpicks are on the because ground? Because they say she's not good with the customers, and she's like, I'm good with the customers, and she's like, No, you're not. And then one of them is like, No, she's autistic. Oh yeah, they call her autistic. So they dump the toothpicks on the ground, and she says, How many toothpicks are there? And she says. A hundred. And there's three toothpicks on the ground. <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to see if he's like Rain Man autistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it was... It was yeah, and Bob's like, a hundred? He's like, there's three. I can see them. And then she says like two or something like that. Yeah. Whatever. It's really funny. It's really funny. I like how he tried to explain a sight gag. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Y'all will see. It's funny. First episode of Bob's Burgers on Hulu. Yeah, so... um I, rating this movie is going to be kind of hard. As an episode of, as a super fan episode of Bob's Burger, I would give it an A. I'm, I'm going to use all different scoring scales to throw people you off. You do it, Dad. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll give it an. I'll, I would probably give it an A if this was a season finale, an hour and a half season finale of the show. Uh, as a movie that needed a theatrical release, and you know the extra budget for animation and you know you know more elaborate music i probably would have to give it a seven <laughs> seven out of seven out of um out of ten it's weird though because i feel like an, a seven is an a i, I know we're supposed to do arbitrary ratings so i couldn't think of anything no a 70 is a c oh yeah sorry but whenever i'm thinking about i feel like that's different a 70 at school is a C, but if you're doing like out of ten, then I feel like maybe maybe a B plus is a seven, and then like A is like nine or eight, nine, ten. Whatever. That's a plus very weird. 10. But you're, I don't understand how you're making that equivalency in your brain. It's uh, because it's like a, if I'm writing a movie, I can give it like a five. That'd be that would be like a C or D. Right. That's because movie scores tend to be inflated already, right? Exactly. So, so that's why I'm making that. Yeah. Well, either way, I'll say seven. I, I would, maybe I'll say a seventy-five. If I'm doing or seven point five. Yeah. If I'm doing if I'm doing it from an episode, which I am, I'm not gonna even gonna give it if it was a movie. But it is a movie. Well, I mean, like if it was, whatever. It's still an episode. Then how are people gonna compare and contrast our two reviews? Oh my god. How are they going to compare with your A? I'd give it an A plus. Okay. Or like a nine. As an episode? An eight. As an episode? As an episode. Eight or nine. And as a movie, I'd give it like... 
I don't even know because I don't know how I, I I didn't watch it as a movie. Yes, and, and I already know it as the, I already know all the characters, so it feels unfair. What? How's it unfair? It just feels like I'm not being objective. You don't have to give it a low score. You can give it the same score. You can still give it an A plus or a ninety nine. Okay, I'll give it an I'll give it like an eight and a half. Eight and a half. And the other one's a nine. Just because I agree, there there wasn't enough music and the songs weren't very catchy. Yeah, and I, I honestly, that that thing that, that bothered me. But the the biggest thing I think is that I love a lot of the characters in this show, and if I wish they would have just broadened it out and let it, we got, let us hang out with them a little bit more. I didn't feel the need to. What like, about that little kid who's always tagging along with them and has asthma? Why'd you say it like that? You know who I'm talking about? Yes. What's his name? I like him. He's funny. Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. You don't know the names of any of the characters, though. I just forgot them. The thing, exactly. I don't. I don't feel. I didn't feel the need. I didn't need that. I can just go back and watch the show. Exactly. That's why. That's a separate thing. It exists on its own. I didn't need to see Mort. I could have standed to see Mort. We did see Mort, though. Also, I like the fish odors. I think they're hilarious, but. Felix is a newish character. Weird to have him as a main character. And then they introduced a new character in the show. Yeah. Hogging up all that time. Could have gone to Zeke. Zeke. Uh, Zeke's funny. Yeah. He's so random. I didn't hear him say Jim Jooms. Yes, he did. He said Jeju. Yeah, but I only got to hear him say it once. Oh, my gosh. I like to hear him say it a bunch of times. Oh, my gosh. You're such a baby. And then we got to see... But those zombie people, the same amount of time that we got to see Rudy. That was that was funny. We didn't even see that Rudy. We barely saw Rudy. Yeah, if you look at the cast of names in the show, um, a lot of big stars and their names are the Paul very bottom. Rudd. Their names are the very bottom of the credits because they nobody, you know, like I said, the stars of the show were the family. Paul Rudd, Aziz Azari. We're we're just like spinning our wheels here. We already gave our review scores. I know. I don't know why we're still here. We should have. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Oh, what? Do you have more things? That one guy. I forgot. What? Um, the guy from Key and Peele. Which one, Key or Peele? I always forget which one's which. Well, you only know it by his name. There's Keegan Michael Key. Who's making? Jordan Peele is making. Nope. How does that help you know which one? I think it was Jordan Peele. Was, was in this movie? Was in this movie, yes. No, if you got it wrong, he, you're racist. He's just Fanny. He's Fanny, which is like Felix's girlfriend. It's really funny because he's barely in it. I don't know why you need to stop me from exiting the show. Because I wanted that. them to know that it's funny that he's in that. <laughs> he's ba- again, these people are barely in it. They're- also, there's a lot of m- male-female roles. Like males playing females. Like for Linda. Uh, why did you not talk about this in the meat of the podcast? Are you talking about this when we're finishing up? Just what they should know. It's over now. All right. Thanks for it's tuning in. It's over now. Talk to you later. Until next time. Bye-bye. Follow us on Instagram at the Kid in the Pick and on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Until next time. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.